0: What's going on, everybody? I am the last sane human alive. So, just getting uh, right off into it. So, I know you guys saw the fights last night. (sighs) Good fights all the way around. Good fights all the way around. Um, The uh, prelims were awesome. A lot of submissions in the prelims. The prelims are fucking awesome. But... Let's just get, now check, so right to the main card. So, um, the first fight on the main card, I don't know how to pronounce the names, but I'm gonna try to butcher them, but I'm gonna tell you who they are. You're gonna remember. The guy who was acting like he was punch drunk, and then the fight got called cause they thought he was like out on his feet or something, and the guy caught the fight or whatever, and he was like, no, 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 I'm good. But the guy who was acting like he was punch drunk, he uh, ended up having COVID, and they found out on um, Saturday. So that fight ended up getting canceled again. Now, I didn't think that guy was gonna win that fight anyway, but that fight ended up getting canceled again. So it made the main card of four fights. Now, even though the main card was four fights, if I had paid money and got these four fights, I still would have been happy. These were four awesome-ass fights, all right? Awesome-ass fights. So Grasso and, no, I'm sorry. Ricardo Lamos and Bill Algeo. Now I had um, Another thing too If I mess up names So fucking what Joe Rogan used to fuck up Francis Nugano name And Habib Namaga Medov And so many names When they first came You know Into the UFC It's not a big deal You know (laughs) We'll get it right The more You know The higher they climb the ladder So Bill Algeo Man Ricardo Lamas and him Was a banging ass fight I called Ricardo Lamas To win by decision or whatever, right? And, um, yeah, I called Ricardo Lamas to win by decision. In first round, it was closed. It was closed. But I, I edged it to Ricardo. The second round, not even close. I gave that 10-9 to um, Bill. And in the third round, Ricardo showed why he is a vet. You know, he showed why he is a vet. He came out there and grappled. You know, with the grappling game. Now, I will say this: it was an excellent fight. A lot of good head kicks. Uh, Ricardo Lamas was throwing a question a mark kick into a spinning side kick to the body. Aljo was throwing a lot of kicks. I like Aljo a lot. I think he's going to be awesome. I think Bill is going to be awesome for the featherweight division. I think he's going to um, give us a lot, a lot of good fights, especially when the crowd gets back. I think he's going to give us a lot of good fights what I would like to see more from Bill is I would like him better defense. He took too many unnecessary shots and he was rolling with some of them. So, you know, he wasn't getting the brunt of the, you know, the power, but I feel like he was taking a lot of unnecessary shots, you know, showing off how tough his chin is, you know, but, um, yeah, so I'm showing how tough his chin was And he has a tough chin, man He was taking some shots but So was Ricardo Lamas They was going back and forth It was a really good fight It was a, pretty much a stand-up war Until until the third And then um, Ricardo being the vet He knew it was one-on-one Going to the third He grappled him And maintained dominant position Win the, round by, uh, win the uh, fight by decision Awesome-ass fight Awesome-ass fight Now Grasso and Kim Now Uh, The Kim girl, I'm gonna be honest, I didn't know a lot about her, okay? Didn't know a lot about her, and she did great. I liked her movement more than anything. I like how she would faint and like freeze and then faint again and freeze, you know? I like that. That that she looked real cool and it looked like it would uh, throw off a lot of people. Like it threw off Grasso for a little bit, but Grasso is, I mean, her boxing was great, man. I see her, you know, making a run in the flyweight division. I see her making a run I Know the base to that Because she looked great Against It's a great talent You know what I'm saying It's a great talent She's had some uh, A tough run at it You know Only three losses But Her striking is great And I just I mean I can't wait to see her Fight some more of these These flyweight girls And you know um, Maybe move up You know what I mean Maybe move up in the, um, in the rankings And maybe get a title shot One of these days You know because she, her boxing was great And then it was a great striking match They stood in front of each other and they just banged it out man It was like no grappling Just stand up and let just bang it out for three rounds And they did that and got someone By decision and then you know Which was a really good fight too A really good banger And then we get to uh, Robbie Lawler And Neil Magny. Now I called Neil Magny to win this fight By uh sub in a second If I'm not mistaken But um Neil Magny did his thing. I thought he was gonna sub him in a second too. And I was like, Ooh, I knew it, I knew it, but then he didn't get him. You know, and um Neil Magny dominated that fight, man. Listen. See now this is the shit I be talking about when I be saying How how they market fighters to you, you know. They keep talking about Venice Robbie, Vintage Robbie, Vintage Robbie. But when is the last time you've seen Vintage Robbie? Let's be real. Not the Ben Askren fight, Robbie came out, we didn't get to see much because the fight got stopped early. And then you look at the uh, Kobe Covington fight. Robbie just got beat up that fight, man. You know, Robbie's is a puncher, you know, he throws some kicks, don't get me wrong. Robbie's pretty much a puncher, man, and punchers don't do good in today's MMA. You know, Venice Robbie was awesome because everybody was just punchers back then, you know? And now everybody has the total package and Neil Magny definitely has the total package. He's definitely improved on his striking. He's huge for the division, you know, he's six for three. He's huge for the division and he definitely has improved on his striking. His striking has gotten a lot better, you know? And um, his grappling has always been great. I don't know if you remember Neil, from the ultimate fighter But if you do He was a grappler on the show You know he came out As a grappler And that's what he did You know he wasn't like Just standing You know just standing Bang guy on the show So his grappling His striking has gotten A lot better But I knew he was Going to grapple with Robbie I knew he wasn't Going to just stand And bang with Robbie I knew he was Going to grapple with Robbie Frustrate Robbie Tire Robbie out You know And um I don't know man Robbie was I don't know Robbie is just One Robbie needs to stop signing up to fight grapplers, okay. Robbie needs to sign fight somebody who's going to sit in the pocket and bang it out with him because that's what he wants to do—just sit there and throw bombs at you, you know. So I needs to fight somebody like that. He's been fighting these grapplers lately, and I'm like Ben Asker and Kobe Covington, and now Neil Magny. He's been fighting grapplers, you know what I mean? So I would like to see Robbie fight another stand and bang type of guy like himself, another striker, you know. But I knew Robbie was going to lose that fight I think Neil Magny has improved a lot Since he's been in the UFC I know he's taken some L's But I think he could climb the rankings now You know, I think he's gotten a lot better And I think he's I don't know, I think he's just gotten a lot better I think he can definitely make some um, Make some waves in the welterweight division If he's given more opportunities, you know But I definitely think he's gotten a lot better And it definitely showed in that fight, especially in the third round with his striking. him, it was beautiful. Neil Magna killed him. And then we get to light heavyweight main event and Alexander and Anthony. Now, I picked Anthony to win this fight. I really like Anthony Smith, you know. I think Anthony Smith is a really cool guy. Outside of just being a really cool guy, I think Anthony Smith, um, I just thought he was going to win that fight. And, the tail of that fight was just basically the leg kicks Alexander came out with those leg kicks And he put Anthony down with some leg kicks in that first round Man, that shit was rough And then um, he pretty much just maintained top position Now this is my problem though, you see I I thought on the ground Anthony would definitely have the advantage You know, definitely And he did not Okay, and then like he was so Anthony was like, like get his like get him up against the cage and I like, get his back a little bit and kind of like pull him down and like try to make a takedown but go for a takedown but then he would pull him down like into his guard a little bit, you know, like he would pull him down and when he was pulling him down he would end up on his back with you no know, Alexander on top of him and that would pretty much be the round, you know, and uh, I think those late kids had a lot to do with it. Man I'm starting to think Man those calf kicks Should be illegal bro <laughs> Like what the fuck Like we've had so many fights The The um, Just the The dynamic of the fight Just changed Due to calf kicks You know You have one guy Bouncing around Moving around A lot of movement Take two or three calf kicks Now nah, he's You know what I'm saying Can't remove really move as much Last fuck tonight He's limping Anthony Smith took some hard calf kicks in the beginning, and he threw some hard ones back too. Don't get me wrong, but he ate some hard calf kicks. He got he got put on his back and got dominated all three rounds. Pretty much, it was it was sad to watch. Hate to see Anthony Smith take two losses in a row like that. Um, it was sad to watch. But as you can see, like I was trying to tell you guys uh, earlier. This new wave of light heavyweight talent, it's ridiculous, you know. Now, I didn't think Alexander was going to get it done against um, Anthony Smith. I thought he beat Vulcan and got, you know, it, it, and people think she beat Vulcan. Some things she don't. I think it was a good fight. I think he probably won the cards, but it's what it is. I like Vulcan, so, you know, I didn't complain too much about that loss or whatever. But, but I will say this, Alexander... You got Jury, or I think this is his name, J I R I, that guy, like a fucking Viking. You got this guy coming up in the light heavyweight division. You got fucking Anthony Smith. You got Dominic Reyes. You got Jan Blakowicz. You got I me. Mean, the light heavyweight division is dangerous. And these new breed of guys coming up are dangerous, you know? And people talk about, oh, but John Jones. But John Jones is good, but let's be real. When the last time you seen John Jones do all this spinning elbows and you know flying knees and these crazy attacks he used to do and you know be un- unpredictable like he used to do and explosive like he used? To. John Jones hasn't been explosive And this, that's like four or five fights. You know he hasn't been explosive at all. John Jones has has literally kicked your leg. You know with that um, with that knee smash. You know he kicked your leg. You know he fucking you know that little oblique kick he does, the side kick to the leg. He does, you know, like, and then he throws a, a jab straight, jab straight, you know, like he hasn't really been this vintage John Jones that we've been talking about in this past few fights. I don't see John Jones competing with the top in the light heavyweight division, and I think it was smart of him to run now as the undefeated light heavyweight GOAT versus stay there and then start getting beat by these guys because John Jones is not going to uh, I didn't see him beating Dominic Reyes twice. I didn't see him beating the uh, Jerry, I don't know if his name is Jerry or Jiri, J I R I, whatever his name is. I don't, I don't see John Jones beating him if he makes his way to makes the way to the title. I don't see John Jones beating a lot of these new upcoming talent because you know what? John Jones' biggest attribute was his size. You know. He was way bigger than Yoda, way bigger than Shogun, way bigger than Rashad Evans, way bigger than Rampage, way bigger than Noguero. You know what I'm saying? He was bigger than these guys. And, you know, for those who think size doesn't matter, size does matter. If size is the determining factor, just because you're bigger, does that mean you're going to win? No. But size does give you an advantage, you know? This is why everybody's cutting massive amounts of weight to have a size advantage, you know? Size gives you an advantage. If it didn't give you an advantage, people wouldn't be cutting massive amounts of weight. So when you say shit like size doesn't matter, I beg to differ. I would argue size definitely matters, hence weight classes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause size matters, you know. People will complain that Connor was fighting midgets at featherweight. I would argue Sean O'Malley is fighting midgets at Bandomweight. I would argue that Um Max Holloway, five foot 11, almost six foot. He was taller than McGregor. He was fighting midges at featherweight too. You know what I'm saying? I would argue. I would argue everybody does that. You know what I mean? So, I just don't. You know, I don't know. Now the light heavyweight division, the way, the way these guys are cutting weight, you got some pretty big guys, bigger than John Jones, coming down there. You know, and wrecking shit. They're athletic. And everybody has takedown So John Jones wrestling isn't much of shit Because I'm sorry, I don't think John Jones is so He doesn't look like a just, just physical specimen He's just so strong, you know Especially with these big guys who look really strong And they can stop his takedowns You know, think about the last time you seen John Jones Dominate a fight with his wrestling You see what I'm saying? And this is why I don't see John Jones making any noise in the heavyweight division. I see him losing in the heavyweight division, and that being okay for him because it'll be a big fight. He'll make a lot of money, and he's still the light heavyweight goat. So it won't change anything, you know. So I don't, think I don't see it changing anything for him or whatever. But you see why John Jones ran from that light heavyweight division. Those guys are some monsters, and hey, you might as well go out on top in that in one division because he's not going to go out on top. In the heavyweight division, Stipe will be the safest fight for him. So I know he's hoping that Stipe beats Francis because Stipe will be the safest fight for him. You know what I'm saying? And it'll be a big fight for both of them as well. Either Even the Francis fight will be a big fight, but I feel like he would get destroyed by Francis because I don't think he's strong enough to grapple with. Like, oh, he's grappling, he's grappling. Y'all keep saying that although he hasn't shown any superior grappling in his last few fights, like his recent fights, since he's been back from suspension, you know, he hasn't shown any superior grappling over anybody, you know, so I just don't see his grappling being the factor against my like Francis, because Francis is really strong. I feel like he's a lot stronger than John and John won't be able to bully him on the ground or whatever, but... Overall it was a, a a great event It was a great event uh, Great fights on the card A lot of submissions on the, un, on the undercard On the prelims or whatever A lot of submissions on the prelims So you know it, it was a great card It was a great card last night And um Yeah it was just a really good card last night It was a really good card last night And I feel bad for my boy Anthony Smith, man He went out there and got Man, it was just oh, It was so horrible to watch people Like, cause I really like Anthony Smith So to watch him just Go out there and get dominated like he did, you know Alexander is gonna be a problem In the light heavyweight division, you know I think Neil Magnus is gonna be a problem I think Anthony Smith is pretty much done In the light heavyweight division I think he'll have a few more fights, but He He He's ranked so high in the lightweight division he's gonna have to fight top talent every time you know so and I think Robbie's pretty much done I don't see Robbie beating anybody in the weight division unless he, he goes up against somebody who's just gonna stand in front of him and let him bang with him uh the Asian woman I don't know say her whole name was just her last name Kim I think she's gonna be a problem in the flyweight division too you know just not today. But I think should be a problem. I think uh, Alexa Grasso is also going to be a champion at flyweight at some point in time. No doubt in my mind about that because her hands are ef- official. Her hands are official, and I see Bill Algeo doing good too in the division because he did awesome last night. He just he got wrestled to death in the third round, but he did awesome last night, you know. But so long story short, I feel Neil Mac- Neil MacKening. he won. I picked. Ricardo Lamos He won I don't believe I picked For the Alexa Grasso fight In the Kim fight But I picked Anthony Smith And he fucking lost So Pretty good Pretty good picks You know what I'm saying On that card Um Some fights I think Should definitely Be mentioned From the Uh Some fights That I think Should definitely Be mentioned From The uh Undercard Or whatever is so the featured prelim with Impa Kasan, you know, the black guy who just won the contenders, contender series, and Maki Patillo. That was a good fight, that was definitely a banger. And they always keep speaking about the inexperience of um Impa, whatever. And I don't know, I feel like. There's a lot of fighters, you know, like Sean O'Malley comes in. He doesn't have all these fights and all this experience, and you don't hear this so much with him. Impa's a really good fighter. He's a, he's a really good striker. He I would like to see him not take so much damage, but, you know, he, he will get better. He will get better, but I think he's a real good fighter. He's a strong fighter, you know. Um that was a banger with with those two as well you know that was definitely a banger with those two as well and then the um was Zach Cummings fight and Alessio did whatever his name is that was a good fight too that was a good fight too I like uh I like Zach Cummings he did his thing that was a decision win by Zach Cummings Alex. You know, the Black Bruce Lee. I don't know how to say his last name. So, the Black Bruce Lee and Austin Springer. I just beat him around one by submission. Ox is good. He's gotten better, too. See, he's been in the UFC since he, since he was a kid, pretty much, you know? So, um, he's grown in the UFC. That's why his record is like, you know, 17 and 12. Not because he's not a good fighter. He's a really good fighter. He's just, he's been young in there with, you know, these grown men. And he's been learning, you know? So, uh, I don't see... Alex being a, uh, a champion ever, but I see him giving us a bunch of great fights as he's already done, you know. And um, but the first, like on the on the uh, prelim, the first three fights were submissions. We had a decision, and then another submission, and then another decision. So it was a lot of submissions uh, last night, you know, especially on the prelim. So all in all, though, it was a really good event. We are excited about the next event, which is going to be Overeem versus Saki. They haven't um, fully announced the entire card yet Anywhere that I can see So when they announce the entire card You know we'll be back here to give some more predictions Talk about the fights, whatever That's the uh, that's the UFC fight night It's going to be September 5th Alistair Overeem versus Augusto Saki Or whatever I got Overeem winning that fight You know what I'm saying I got Overeem winning that fight But we'll see You know what I'm saying Because over him has let us down in the past, you know. And this other guy is 15 and 1. So we'll see. We'll see. But until next time, if you guys want to hop on the podcast, man, shoot me an email. Mark Washington 1986 at Gmail. Mark Washington 1986 at Gmail. Shoot me an email. This is a podcast created by the fans for the fans. Jump out that comment section on YouTube and stop having conversations with 60 and 70 replies on YouTube. And we all hop together and have a podcast where we can come on and talk, you know? It's great to listen to Ariel, it's great to listen to uh Shell Sonnen. It's great to listen to Michael Bisbee, and Joe Rogan, all these guys. But wouldn't you like for yourself to get out there and and, and get your opinion heard about these fights? When you want to talk about these fights with like minded people and to have your own podcast, this is a podcast for the fans. If you're a fan, this podcast is for you. You know, so we can all hop on here and talk about it. Whether you agree with me or whether you disagree with me, we can always have a civil conversation about it and we can talk about it. And get out the YouTube section and stop trolling on the MMA World videos. <laughs> but. Hit me up, guys, and let's hop on this podcast, and let's talk about it. I am the last sane human alive.